All right, my check, my check. One Master's podcast, host made of course. Got a special guest across me right now, man. My guy, uh, screenwriter, director, you know what I'm saying? Uncle, everything. <laughs> uh, Carlton Clay, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How you doing? Carlton T. Clay. Let me just say Carlton T. Clay. You know? I'm so used to calling you Carlton Clay. I don't call you Carlton T. Clay. Carlton T. Clay, man. How you doing? I'm good, brother. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Good. You got some big things going on in the world right now. You know what I'm saying? You just dropped the movie. Yeah. Yeah, this is my, um, actually my ninth film. Um, it's entitled Pastor Thorn, Lust of the Flesh. Hey, I watched it. I liked it. Um, before we get into the movie, though, I'm going to get into that in a minute. Um, just tell the people a little about yourself, man. Um, and you've been on there plenty of time, but I mean, like I said, the audience have grown since I first, first, first met you, right? Which was uh, seemed like forever now, but five, yeah. five years ago, something like that. Yes, sir. I think it was twenty seventeen. I think yeah, twenty seventeen, something like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, oh. well, like I said, uh, my name is Carlson T. Clay. Uh, born and raised here in Augusta, Georgia. Um, I went to graduated from Davidson Fine Arts, class of two thousand four. Uh, went to Georgia State University, graduated from there, two thousand eight. Um, I'm a leukemia survivor. Uh, this year is my 20th year in remission. So, uh, yeah, blessed to be here. And, um, yeah, I've been writing writing for a minute. I started Victor Productions. Uh, we did our very first play in 2003. Um, I started doing web series in 2006. Um, and we've just been moving and growing ever since. I did my first feature film in 2020. It came out in 2020. Um, one of our series, Sweet Mahogany, um, it got uh, picked up by a distribution company um, after a festival, and they wanted to um, distribute our stuff. So we turned Sweet Mahogany into a movie, and then from then on, we've been, you know, we've been making feature films. So and stuff I, like that. I, I, and I'm cutting you off because I know I, I, I said it before, but um, I got an uncle. Now I wouldn't say this story. I'm sorry, I got to keep telling the story. I got an <laughs> uncle, right? Who he was staying with us for a little while because um, my grandma was 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 very ill, mm. and so he was staying with us for a while. Everybody t- helped take care of her. And I had this thing, he had this thing where for some reason, like, he was grown, he's grown, you know what I'm saying? He's, right. a, he's my uncle, you know what I'm saying? So all my life I'm looking up to him. But he had this thing where, um, at night and time, I would walk out the room and like, he'd change the channel. So like, I'm like, you know how kids do that, change the channel. I'm like, right. oh, cool. One day I happened to come home and I'm looking on the TV, I'm like, and it's Sweet Mahogany's. And I guess he's watching Tubi or something, I'm not sure what he's watching, right? I'm like, yo, what you what you, what you know about this? He's like, oh, I love this, man. Uh, when the part two coming out, I'm like, hey, you know, I record with the guy who, who made this film. Like, it's, I'm, to me, it's a big deal, you know what I'm saying? Right. But he's like, uh huh, like I'm, I'm ruining his moment. I guess it's his evening because I guess he can't watch what he want to watch because he paused it when I walked in. Right. And um, I always thought that Sweet Mahogany, even though you're saying like now you say you the ninth feature film. Yeah. But you started in 2020 with the films. The films, yeah, 2020. And you're only in 2022. Yeah, yeah, you was talking your shit just now, but it's all good. Um, <laughs> I say that because I say that I say that because that was the first thing I saw, and I was like, oh, I felt like I don't know if you're right and changed around that time, but like you, you, something changed with whatever you were putting out at that time. I felt like that was like the beginning of the first shift where you started being more controversial with uh, your writing and and, and and what you display on on the, on the screen. Yeah, um, I, I actually. Um and I got to give a shout out to my boy, uh, Nelson J. Davis. Um, Lover's Lane actually was, I would say, the shift um, as far as, like, going, going like, really, 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 really stepping out the box as far as, like, doing the the adult theme things. And what was, what, what was that what was that feedback like, though? Because you was, <laughs> at the, before that, right, you are Carlton T. Clay, the... I mean, I don't, I don't know what they even put you under because a lot, a lot of your writing is always done, but it's yeah. centered around 
uh, not spirituality, but just more like church. I, yeah. Uh, so 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 before when I started, out, I was a little, I was a lot more conscious as far as like, all right, what are we putting before the people? Um, and and I just I want to just get this straight. Like what I do now has nothing to do with my um my relationship with Jesus. Like I'm still one thousand percent down with Jesus. Still one thousand percent Christian. All that stuff. Um, definitely. I just decided to just not think about what other people would think. I think that's what the I think that's what it was. Um, so before, I mean, we, we were still I think we were still telling these type of stories, but we were, we just weren't going all the way there with it. You know what I'm saying? As far as like the the nudity and the word, the, the, the choice of words and everything. Very um, detailed illustrations now. Yeah. <laughs> but I think like when we, when I, when I, I just, I just got to a point, I was just like, this character would actually, would do this. He would actually say MF or he would say the N word or whatever. So I'm like, I, I, I need to go there with these characters. You know, and I think before it was just, it was more so just fear about what people, what people would say. Um, about me, and also I'm very protective of my family too. I'm very protective mm. of my parents. Like my my father's a pastor, um, you know what I'm saying. My mother first late, well co-pastor of the church, so I'm protective of them as well. And I didn't want people to like say things about them as far as like how they were raising us and everything. You know, and one, but honestly, once my parents was like, you know, you grown, you know, do you know whatever, then it was it is what it is. Like I see, even with with the stuff I do now, like my mom. <laughs> It's funny because like my mom likes to watch my stuff, but I have to warn her <laughs> when scenes are gonna pop up. And when I say scenes, I mean like the sex scenes. She yeah, don't like yeah. to watch that stuff, even even with regular TV. You know what I'm saying? Like she don't like to watch those type of scenes. So I'll be like, all right, mom, scene about to come up, so she'll close eyes or whatever. But she'll still watch it. It should be like, yo, this was really good. So I, I mean, like I said, you just have to. I just had to. I just had to step outside my fear of what people were gonna say. Once I once I made that decision. It was easy for me just to keep pushing. Like I remember when I first when I first started doing partial nudity, and I got an inbox message from an old church member, and I was just like, "So this is what you chose to watch versus all the other clean stuff that I used to put out that you never commented on." Mm. I was like, "Man, forget it." I was, like, "I'm not. I'm not even. This ain't even for you." It's 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 as simple as I'm not gonna watch, or it's as simple as fast forwarding. That's how I look at it. And also, too, another thing too. Not to throw these other shows under the bus, but it seems like a lot of times, um, you know, these same people, they'll watch, you know, P-Valley. They'll watch Power. They'll watch The Shy. They'll watch all the stuff that got way more stuff than what my <laughs> stuff has in it. They'll watch that comfortably. Hey, they'll even watch porn comfortably. <laughs> but when it comes to my stuff, it's it, it would be an issue. So once I got out of my head about that, man, it was just, it is what it is now. Well, I was going to ask you that, and I'm glad you said it, Um, I... I was going to ask you how much of an influence your parents were mm. in the decision to step out that box because of their professions or their titles and, and what they are to the community, what they're known as. Right. And um, now that you said that, that made sense. So once you got their blessing, it's kind of like, if they say it's okay, I'm good. Like, we good to go. Yeah. I mean, I think, like I said, again, it's just one of those things where, you know, my parents understand and recognize that all their children are grown. They've done their job. They've, they've raised us to the best of their ability. You know what I'm saying? So now it's just like we just, we have to live our lives. You know what I'm saying? So, but at the end of the day, like I said, once my parents was like, my, once my parents weren't giving me, my parents weren't giving me flack about it. Again, not saying that they're necessarily happy with every single thing that I put out, but they're not coming down my neck about it. You know what right. I'm saying? So I'm just like, yeah, who who cares about what 
John from the church that I ain't seen in 20 years say. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I do know a John. I'm not talking about the John that I know, but I'm just, I just, that's, that's the name that just came to my mind. But I don't really, like, it, it, it was more so like church folk. And I'm right. just like, I don't have a relationship with you. So what you say doesn't really hold any weight with me. So. Well, I wanted to touch on something you said um, probably a little, minute, a little minute ago. You was like how you started Victory Possession in 04. I started, so. My battle with cancer started in 02. God gave me the vision for it in 02 while I was dealing with that. I did my first play in 03. Got you. So, yeah, I did my very first play in 03. That's the first play I directed. The first play that I actually directed that I wrote was in 04. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, but we actually, Vivita Productions officially started Halloween night of. 2003. And so you got to even date. That's crazy, right? So, like, <laughs> I, uh, I asked that because you say 2003, right? You go from there. Mm. So, October 31st, 2003. Yeah. And then you think of uh, 2020, your first feature film. Yeah. Right? I want you to kind of explain that uh, 17 years. That's that's a long time it is to a be long grinding time. and to stay grounded and to uh, stay somewhat true to self. You know what I'm saying? Like, like how, how to explain to me. How you went those years and just keep to keep pushing, keep trying, keep putting out content, and just keep trying different things until something works. Yeah. So honestly, so honestly, um, I think you know this already, but I I never really wanted to do films. Honestly, I, it was people I was all the time like, yo, you start doing films, start doing films. I was like, no, nah, I don't, I don't think I want to do that. You like, you like series only. That was your yeah. Thing, I series. was just, I was all about. I like series. I love being able to write different seasons, create different characters, like allow them to grow with the movie. With the film, you only have such a, a time period of this character development. We, me and Megan like to use this word, character development. Yeah, my favorite, um, my, fa- my, my favorite term in that film world is character <laughs> development. So you only have a limited amount of time. You can't you can't assume that you're going to get a sequel or a trilogy or whatever. you got that movie to tell that story and to develop that character. With the series, you got time to develop. you got time for characters to change, shift, all that good stuff. So that's what I love about shows, about series and everything. Um, but that's 17 years, man. It's it, it definitely has been a journey. Um, like I said, my first show I did in 2006 when I was in college. It was called College Days. And we were, I didn't know what I was doing. I ain't going to step in, in front. Like, I, I took classes. Of course, I did it at Davidson. I was doing it at Georgia State. But I was thinking more so theater. So I was, when I was filming, I wasn't thinking about, so I learned the different shots in school. But, again, when you're a one man part, one man band, you not you you got time. And then think about it too again. We in college, we got classes. People are doing fraternities and sororities, and they got other different groups. I was working at the school newspaper at the time too, so it was just like time is of the essence. You ain't got time to be like, I got to get these different shots. Yeah, I used to set up the camera, press record, and we just went at it like like it was theater. Like we did it in that one setting, we kept it pushing. Um, and I, again, I got to give a shout out to my Georgia State friends because like they really didn't have to do none of them were actors. They were just like they did it because they loved me, and I definitely appreciate them because they were my foundation, my building block to where I am now. So well, were these like stage plays type things? No, nah, we the college days was actually a show. I actually okay, okay. wrote eight episodes first season. It was a show I was developing for my college television station that I wanted to do, but the guy gave me the run around. He was like, I'm gonna take. We did like a pilot type film and he was I'm gonna look at him look at it he never looked at it my homeboy Lamont Johnson built me a website and then I just started putting the shows on the website this is before YouTube because YouTube before you're gonna do like two minutes of content so I went even on YouTube then this is crazy I remember and that's this is just a little YouTube thing I remember when I first first started doing videos uh, of, I was, I was having Brooke 
And I think people was just dying. They having kids on the way. Like, damn, if I mm-hmm. say something's happened to me, whatever, you know what I'm saying? I want her to see have a video, see my mannerisms, stuff like that, right? Yeah. So you used to put stuff out, but you couldn't put more than, I think, like 15 minutes. So I used to always have to edit my videos or try to cut it off to 14, 15. They grew to 15 you know? minutes, bro. Cause I used to, like I said, it literally used to be just two minutes. I'm just showing, it's just a gauge. That's just like uh, the, 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 the stage. Like when you started way before me, of course, you know, you started your stuff. Two minutes, you know. I saw it was fifteen. Now yeah. you can put three hours on that. Right, you right. good to go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's unlimited now. You know, right, right. You got to become a member, all that type of stuff. So YouTube definitely came their own long way too. But I was gonna say, you, you said pilot. You said it started as a pilot. A yeah, pilot. it was like a. We did like a little movie. It was like it says. Okay, so we I did a movie called Dear Diary. Right, I don't ever show anybody these movies. Kendra be like, you need to show people these movies. I'm like, no, I'm not showing these because they're, they're it's it's trash. Um, Dear Diary is trash. Like now, it, yeah, if you look at it, you be like, bro. You got to put it out, bro. <laughs> put it out for sale. Just put it out for sale. Uh, uh, no, I, would, I wouldn't even sell that, bro. I'll get that for free, bro. I mean, it's just, uh, it's so cringy. Um, but we did, a, I did a movie. Reshoot it. Huh? Reshoot it. You, yeah, you, you, got, you got a different pen now. I'm not, I'm, I'm good. Um, <laughs> I'm good on that. What's it um, about? What, what is it about? What's the diary about? was about, it was basically based off one of my former friends who I went to school with. Her mom at the time, um, was going through a divorce, and I pretty much, and I was like literally, I wasn't in it, but I knew I was because I was real close to her. Like I was like <laughs> I knew everything that was going on, right? So I wrote about it, and so I did the short film based on that, and then we did two more after that. Um, one was based on my character. My character name was Eugene, and I basically took my character around Georgia State in that second short film, and that was the quote unquote pilot to College Days. Okay. Um. Yeah, it was. Uh, was I, I was the person who was involved? Was they okay with you doing this? Yeah, she was fine. Oh, okay, so. yeah, it was, it was fine with that. And then the third thing was, and she's also diagnosed with breast cancer too. So the third film, she's fine now. She's in remission. Praise the Lord. Um, the third film was based on her dealing with breast cancer. Okay. So we, yeah. So yeah, it was pretty much based off of that. But that's how it all got started. Well, I asked, I asked about the pilot thing because I was going to say pilots, and you got a, a um, for what, to my for what I know, so it's a funny relationship because. A lot of times you start a pilot for something. What you started for maybe didn't work out, but right. then it went on to do something else. Because even we did Fire Ice, I was a pilot. It was right. for something totally different. You, you hit me up, you was like, X, Y, Z. I can't remember what it's about now. I don't know, right? <laughs> they was like, X, Y, Z, want to do this, so let's do this pilot show. Right. Let's see what's going on. We sent it off. I don't think nothing came back of it. But then we just kept doing it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The next thing you know, two years, three years later, we still recording. So. Right. Pilots have actually been um, a, a, a good thing for you. A good thing yeah, in the sky it's every funny, time. It's funny because, like I said, yeah, I've done a couple of pilots. Um, so I did. I know people know me from one of my shows called Brotherhood, right? Actually, I did a pilot called The Brotherhood, but it was called Brotherhood, um, and it was it's completely different from what you see now. It's about the, the original show pilot was about five guys. Um, they were friends. They grew up together, and they had, had their whole whole different. They had different situations similar to what Brotherhood is now, but. Um, yeah, it, it, I, I sent it off uh, to Gospel Music Channel, which it what, what it used to be what Up TV is. That it used to be called Gospel Music Channel. Mm-hmm. So I sent it off to them. It actually was like going through the stages, and then it didn't get it didn't get picked up. Um, so then from there, I just kind of just I put it on YouTube for a hot minute, and then it just you know you know the YouTube story. Uh, so then, <laughs> um, what's another pilot I did? I did another pilot called The Right Way. Um, it was for a competition. Obviously, we didn't win, but that ended up being redemption for Easter. 
Okay. So I changed that. I changed the feature the film. Yeah, feature see? film. So it's redemption for see Easter. It? Yeah, so seeing a lot of, wins, man. I don't know. I'm seeing yeah, all these wins, man. Yeah, man. The pilots have a funny way, and it was funny because I just shot a pilot um, for a network, um, a streaming service network, actually, and we um, submit. I submitted it. We didn't get picked up for the fall season because because by the time we finished, by the time I finished editing it, and I knew this was gonna happen, by the time I finished editing, it, I missed the. They already had put their fall schedule together, mm-hmm. so we looking at possibly. Um, and I don't want to say too much because I'm, I'm a big believer in not putting too much out there. You don't want to abort your blessings and stuff like that because people be people be doing some crazy stuff. So I, I I'm waiting until I'm trying to get it for the spring okay. season. So I'm, I'm trying I'm gonna resubmit it and see. And I'm sending it to some other places too. So I'm just trying to just say back. It's a it's a really I'm telling you, man. I can I'm praying somebody like gets this because this is a really really good good story. It's really the, the guy, the people that we've that we got in this show that we put together. I mean, you've seen them before in my stuff, but I'm saying like we really. It's a lot of hard work, it's music involved. It's Claude Deuce did his thing with the music. It's a lot. It's a really good. It's a uh, we shot it as like how you know, being Mary Jane was a movie at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we did it. We shot we shot it as a movie, and so we're looking to continue it as a series after that. So we'll see what happens. Calls and T Clay fashion. Yeah, the series. There we go. <laughs> hey, I was gonna, so. This is a, this is a not a tough question, but so where 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 does your writing come from? Like what 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 inspiration do you get from your writing? Because a lot of your writing comes from whether it's centered around uh, the church, um, mm. um, I don't know, like the Bible, um, pastors. It's always it's like I think it's an audience that like when you got a mixture of the word, uh, you know, scriptures or just church in general, with a mixture of like deception and sin and, and greed and those type of thing, but you able to put that stuff together well. Like, where does that come from um, when you writing? Like, where does that impression come from? So, I think. Or what I, do you pull from, rather? Right. I think what I think when you say that, I think people people just like to see the real. You know what I'm saying? I think people like I'm like again. I'm I'm real. I'm real. One thousand percent a Jesus follower. And but at the same time, I still make mistakes. I'm human. Like I still, I got urges. I got things going on. You know, I like to do and you know stuff like that. So, I mean, urges is a funny word, but go ahead. Urges, yeah. We all, we all have urges. Um, <laughs> now do your thing. Go ahead, talk about it. <laughs> um, but no, but I'm the same. But seriously, like I'm human. You know what I'm saying? So I think people like to see. People like to see people. People like to see with the mask off, you know. I think a lot of times, you know, we get we get. I don't want to say trouble. We, we we get into all this controversy because we're constantly wearing masks, and then when we do mess up, it's like, oh my god, oh my god. So I think if we're a little bit more authentic, I think you know, you know, things will be a little bit better. But for me, as far as my writing, I like for I like my characters to be authentic. Nobody, no character is one hundred percent good, and no character is one hundred percent bad. I believe in my and in, in the writings that I do. Now you do got characters that are like, like for instance, the passed on brother. That I know people can't stand him, and I know he's like one thousand percent like bad on everybody's list. But I felt like he still has some. Okay, so how do you get to this point? Right, you right. got to get to you got to get to that point. It's not. I don't think I don't believe anybody's like just born like oh my god I'm like real evil. I think you get to, it's something that happens in your life throughout time that's like all right 
That's how you got there. And I, I wanted to make sure, my brother, that I actually showed that a little bit. But that's neither here nor there. See, and the same thing even with with Pastor Thorne, it's the same thing. It's like you, like again, yeah, anybody, nobody's one hundred percent good, nobody's one hundred percent bad. So I just like you. We're all human. We have those. We all have the potential to go one way or the other. I right. believe. So um, yeah, that's just I just I believe that's what people want to see. But to answer your question about inspiration, I remember. Um, the first Tyler Perry play I saw, like the very first one I saw. And honestly, Tyler Perry was actually one of the first like people I saw that was like how you could show church people, but actually tell real stories. It's not like they're all, you know, all church and they don't do anything wrong. Like they literally had a lot of stuff going on with them. So he was like actually one of the first writers that I saw that did the mix. Right. And I was like, oh man, that's... That's what I want to do. I like because again, I grew up in church. You know, I am I am the church, and it's like I want to still tell those type of stories. But at the same time, I still want to tell real life things that happen. So that's that's I know that's kind of where my first I first saw that I was like, okay, yeah, I could I could do that too. Damn, I see you said now. Right, so two things: one, you're real good. I see what you did. You're real good. So he what hit, did I do? Because you know, you're here, and I know we, we got the pastor throwing we doing, and you threw in the brotherhood like a few, few times. So now people gonna watch and go about the brotherhood. I like that. You did good. <laughs> so I have to ask you this question first. I'm gonna help you out because you're my man, right? Which pastor is worse in your opinion, the pastor from brotherhood or pastor Thorn? Pastor from brotherhood. One thousand percent. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. Pastor Thorn was he was he was pretty bad. Now, because Pastor Thorn is he was greedy chain, too. But nah, man, Pastor Jonathan Miller. Shout out to Reggie Freeman. It was hard. He's horrible. He's horrible. Let me ask you that then, because I know, so I know you got. I, mean, I got a casting question to ask you, so I'm okay. gonna answer later. But like, why, what was the mindset? Like, why not? Why, why, why not pick him for this particular role? He already has a pastor role of like being a, a bad pastor, or evil mm. pastor. I don't know it's a bad pastor. I'm just say a, pa- a human pastor. Let's say that right. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of mistakes, right? Why not him for that role? Not, and no respect to the person that played it, because he played it well. I'm just asking that question. Right. Um, I think, honestly, um, and I love working with Reggie, 1,000%. I think... He's real good. Reggie, huh? <laughs> Reggie's been, like, the pastor in, like, a lot of my stuff. And I was just like... Is he the one that got slapped? Huh? Is he the one that got slapped? Oh, no. It's a be- scene where somebody gets slapped. I remember... Yeah, I be- yeah he I'm got like- slapped by his, his mom. Okay, I remember being on set. Yeah. That was a lot of slaps, bro. Yeah, he got slapped by his mom. I was like, I, I remember telling him, yo, I don't know if I can get slapped on camera. He gets slapped a lot. So it was a lot of slaps. <laughs> yeah, I shot it more than one time. It was yeah, it was, it was a lot of slaps. different angles. Um, nah, um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, Reggie was playing a lot of preacher roles at the time, and I was just like, yeah. And but honestly, with this with Pastor Thorne, I really wanted Marquise to play the part. Like I really, because I love working with Marquise. Marquise um, has been in several of my things. Um, he was. Um, I first saw him on the web series. What's What's your chocolate? Shout out to my boy Tim McCollum. Um, I hope I said his name right. <laughs> his last name right. Um, he he created What's Your Chocolate. I watched that show, and um, Marquise was on there, and I was like, yo, this dude is really good. And so I reached out to Marquise, and I was like, yo, I really would love to work with you. And he was on the third season of Bondage. Um, he We did uh, My Life. Uh, that we did uh, It was like a mini series that we did, and he's on The Assistant. Bondage is on um, Vimeo, right? Yeah, and it's, it's, it's a sex show. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just asking the question, bro. It's funny. <laughs> this man says it's a sex show. Um, it's HBO After Dark, pretty much. It's one of those shows, right? Yeah, okay, okay, I'll give you that. It's HBO After Dark. Yeah, um, okay. I, but I want to say categorize it as a sex show. It's it's about sex. Strong sexual content. It's very strong sexual content because it's about an escort who has a sex addiction. Hmm. 
Would you look at that? So gotcha. I'm, I'm just yeah. I'm, I'm, make, I'm making them intrigued. That's all. No, no, no. I mean, it's hey, like you said, people if, hear sexual ain't gonna go straight to if it. If you like stuff like that, then I would definitely suggest you check out bondage. But I mean, but it's more to that. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of things in bondage that is like it's. Yeah, the writing is good in bondage. Though. It's not just. It's not just that. No, it's not just definitely not just sex. It's, it, 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 the characters on there. They're different characters on there. Have different. Um, they're they're bonded by different different things. They have different addictions. So, but the main character, um, again played by Nelson J. Davis. His name is Bond, and he is a sex worker. And he he actually has to get into it because of a certain reason. There's a reason why he has to go back into escorting. Right, I remember. But yeah. again, he has a sex addiction, so now it kind of. He's back in the world that plays with what he's addicted to. So yeah, it's it's a it's it's, it's an interesting show. We 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 are set to try to finish that out because we we the people been asking for a last final season. We did three. In my mind, we wrapped it up, but <laughs> they um, the people want a fourth season. I was all right. We can give y'all. We can give y'all. This will be it. Because right. again, we me and Nelson are. Are really busy with other, like he's doing his own thing. He got a whole bunch of movies out too. He's doing his own thing you with his production too. So we're just trying to figure out how the schedules can collide. The guy that played uh, Biggie Smalls in the Biggie Small movie, I can't think of his name right now. His rap name is Gravy. I know him from I know him from rap. I know him pers- not personally, but I've seen him in life. Mm. I used to go to school and I see him when I was going to school sometimes. Okay, because he was a he's a he's a street rapper, right? Gotcha. And um, his name is Gravy. And so now to see him doing what he's doing now, I'm like, dang, he, you know, he come from where I come from. He's, that's a that's a big deal. Mm. But I watched one of the movies and he was in there. Nelson was in there. I'm like, yeah, Yo, what? The? And it's like, but he got the dude Gravy got a, a whole big deal with. He's a bunch of movies. I think it's like two turn or turned up was the movie that he was in. Yeah, he's like two. He a lot of them tight. Super turn. He a lot of them top two movies. And um, yeah, it's a good thing, man. It's a good thing. I wanted to ask you something before we get into the Tubi stuff though, like. And it's, I don't know how, how can I word this, but like, so with you coming up in the church, like you said, you are the church, I, obviously, um, what you see is different than what somebody like me would see, because I'm in and out, I don't be in and I don't know what, I just I know pastor and he's the pastor, so he's good to me, right? Yeah. But then, you know more about the church, because like, you've been in different churches, you've been in churches for longevity, you've seen, um, uh, I guess, uh, ownership change for this pastor, this pastor, you've seen, you probably heard conversations like that, so like, when you, when you, when you around that um, most of your life, is that where you get like some of the like I ain't saying corrupt, but like you know like I guess like, the corrupt uh, writing. As far as like you know, I'm gonna make this person do that. I make this person be an addict on this. But right, even right. Though, like, how, is that is that where that come from? Um, do you do you ever pull from experience rather? Got you, um, and, and not your family. No, no, I got you. Um, no, not necessarily. I think what it is because so, I mean, people know most people in Augusta know me. I went to Grady as I ain't right. So, um, I like, I, that, I like that pastor, by the way, Pastor Blunt. Yeah, Pastor Blunt, that's yeah. my guy. Um, he's my, he's my sister's godfather. Like we, that's, that's my, like, that's who I grew up under. Like I was there since I was little till my dad started his church. You know what I'm saying? My dad studied under him and everything. So like, I didn't really see a lot of, I guess, change. Pastor Blunt's still the pastor now. So like, I'm still, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't go through that. Like the reason why I left was because my father and my father got called to start his ministry. So of course I'm going with my dad. I mean, I ain't really had no choice. I was a teenager then, you know what I'm saying? Right, but even, right. even still, even if I was an adult, I would definitely go with my dad. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't really see a lot of, like, regime change and stuff. I didn't see all that. It was more so me moving churches or whatever. But to answer your question, no, I don't think – I didn't get any – my storylines don't really come from, like, stuff I've seen necessarily. 
there might be little subtle things, but like the real crazy stuff. I again, I see, I see pastors as human. I don't see, I don't see pastors as, uh, I don't see pastors as mini God. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't put a lot of people, a lot of people put pastors on pedestals. A lot of times, the reason why is because the pastors put themselves on pedestals sometimes. <laughs> so that happens. Um, but me personally, I don't. I don't see that. I see pastors as human. I see that they can they can go through the same exact stuff that we go through. The only difference is a lot of people will know about it because they're in the light. You gotcha. know. So that's just how that's how I see it. So none of this stuff about Pastor Blunt. We got it. No, definitely <laughs> not. No, now, I like that Pastor Blunt for like. And I don't, I don't, I'm not into. I, I'm. I know I joke a lot, but yeah. You know, in seriousness. I always say like. I never, I don't, I don't do the church thing like that. Yeah. But anytime I've been in there, I always felt like when he's when he, when he did preach, like I always took something from it. He's like amazing. He's an ama- amazing pastor teacher. Amazing. Like again, if I could say this with full confidence, if my father didn't start his ministry, I would definitely still be there. Episode. Like I'm just saying, like that's that's where that's what we got. You got you got to get Pastor Blunt in the film, huh? You get Pastor Blunt is not acting. You never know, man. Pastor Blunt is not acting. Just have, just have, have him be the pastor at a church. Pastor and, Blunt and, is and, not And go record a, 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 Sunday, a Sunday session. <laughs> that is not happening. You that know. is not happening. Hey, you never know, man. You that never know, not, man. No. Carlton T. Clay, your name might pull some strings. You never know, man. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I could personally ask him, like, hey, Pastor Blunt, can you be in my film? But I mean, he's going to say no. Yeah, probably so, yeah. Probably I know so. that. I, I know that for a fact. I he know might not say no, no, but it'd be gonna, a no. He's going to say, he's going gonna to say Fred. No. He called, he, he called me Fred. Oh, okay. So it's a story behind that why he calls me Fred. Why? I mean, I don't even know. Yeah, I went to Fred's and did something or something. Like, huh? I went to Fred's. <laughs> no. So he just give out names. No, 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 no. So it was, <laughs> it was this lady that used to go to our church. She didn't know that I was my mom and dad's child. She just thought I was just a random at the church, and she thought my name was Fred. And so that's what Pastor Blunt, and Pastor Blunt heard the conversation, so that's why he just calls me Fred. Got you, okay. That's so your, I, that's but your I don't understand why she didn't know that I was their child, because, I mean, I do look like my mom. So, anyway, and I was always around my mom and the kids and the rest of the, my siblings. That lady pissed you off, didn't she? Huh? Did she piss me off? Yeah. At the time, yes. Yeah, at the time I was pissed off, because I was like, you trying to make me disowned. <laughs> no, so, because honestly, it used, it used to be like you know, it used to be kids and teens that used to come around the church that you know they they weren't coming with their parents. They was just yeah coming to the church. So I guess she thought I was one of them, and I was like, no, no, my 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 dad's Reverend Clay and my mom is Sonny Clay, the church secretary. So so <laughs> so so Fred, let me, let me uh, come on, let me. Uh, Man, you just tried to just do it. Let me let me. I want to get into the to, to the film a little bit, right? All right. So, like I said, this is ninth ninth feature film. Ninth right? feature film. Ninth. So you got eight more, eight eight ahead of this, right? Yes. Can I name them? You can name all of them. I can. Um. So we have Sweet Mahogany, which was a series, but Sweet Mahogany we got uh, Reindeer Games. Uh, we have Sweet Mahogany Two, Pure Indulgence, and then we have uh, Redemption for Easter. We got My Brother's Keeper. Uh, we have Sisterhood, which was a series and also is a film now. And then we have uh, a very merry new year, the assistant, and then we pass the thorn. Oh wow, yeah. that's nice. And you knew all of them. That's what's up, man. Yeah. So, is this one any any more special than any other one? Like, is this this one super special just because it's based off a play? I wrote this. I wrote this play in two thousand nine called Surrender, um, and 
yeah, it, it was. We did it at a, a, a lot of churches here in Augusta. We did it, and then we did it a couple across in, in the region or whatever back then. And yeah, I was like, I think this would be a dope movie. So I was, I, I took this, I took, I had to find it. I took the play, and I of course changed some names, changed some things, kind of evolved it a little bit. And then uh, I wanted to originally call the movie Surrender, but then Maverick already has a movie in the catalog called Surrender. So when when I approached them about it and then we talked, they was like, "What do you think about making this?" I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it. They said, "What do you think about making this a trilogy, doing a mm. whole a three a three film thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, that'll be dope." So, um, this Pastor Thorne is out is the first, so we're doing two more after this. So there you have it, more than the Masters exclusive. I like that because I and I, I watched the film. We're not getting to too much of the film. I went to watch it, but I watched it. and I felt like. It was more needed to be, yeah, to be. I feel like it wasn't finished, you know. Yeah, so it would definitely be. So that's dope. Yeah, there you go. So I mean, okay, let me ask you this. So I want to ask about the, the 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 cast first, right? Before we get into um, anything with the movie. So just for us, um, what's what's your favorite character in this particular film? Who's your favorite character? My favorite character in the film. Um, my favorite character in the film is actually uh, I have to. Um, Pastor Thorne's actually my favorite character, actually. And uh and uh Sade. Sade. Yeah. Who's Sade? She's the she's she's the cousin's girlfriend. Got you, got you, got you, got you. Okay, so when you what goes into like the casting of, of, of something like this? So it's a feature film, so obviously you know it's, it's business around it. So you're getting certain people in, and you gotta. Or do you still do the auditions for it, or do you just kind of pick and choose who you want? Do they have to audition? Like how how, how they going to how you go about getting these roles and filling out these characters? Got you. Um, so for this particular project, well, just in general, right? So I already have a catalog of actors and actresses that I'm I'm going to always work with and pick from because they've been with me since the beginning. Like when we was doing it for free and people just putting their time and talent into wanting to do it. You know what I'm saying? So right. now that we're we've been blessed to do these films that we are being paid to do, you know, I'm able to bless people with stipends. Stop it. I'm able to I'm able to, you know, bless people with stipends now and everything. Um stipends. Stipends. Yeah. So Yo, you 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 a cool guy, man. <laughs> You're a cool guy. <laughs> so I love how you use that. It's a subtle word because it's not saying like what it is or it's, it's just a stipend. Yeah, you know, something just hold you down a little bit. <laughs> Take a little stipend, man. But but we're able to do that now, and we were but we weren't able to do that before. So like now that we're able to do that with the films, I like to I want to work with people that's been that's been rocking with me from the beginning. You know that's that's still that's still holding me down now. So like I already have a, a pool of people that I already pull from. Right. And then if I if I if there's somebody in the pool that doesn't necessarily fit the role, then I'll go outside and we'll do like, you know, we'll do casting calls or whatever. Um, but for this particular film, I already knew who I wanted to be in the film. Um, I, like I said, Marquise, I know we're going to hit him up in a second. Um, I know he over here on the other side waiting. Probably talking about what's going on. Um, <laughs> but um, Marquise, I already knew I wanted him to lead the film. Um, I originally had somebody else, but they weren't available. And I was like, yeah, definitely Marquise. Marquise was going to be in it regardless. I was just trying to, he was originally going to be the lead. Well, gotcha. The other person was like, he wasn't able to do it because I told him about the whole trilogy thing. He was like, I'm not going to do it. I'll commit to that. I had Marquise up immediately. He was like, yo, I got you. So Marquise definitely. Um, Lakeisha, who plays the first lady, I wanted her to be in it because she's working with me for a minute. I, I really wanted her to be in the film. I knew she could like really. She reminded me of the person who played the role in the, in the play. Mm. So I was like, 
yeah, she gonna be able to pull this off. The guy that played the cousin, DJ, DJ was in the play. DJ played the cousin in the original play. That's and dope. I, so I really wanted some rem, I wanted, if anybody saw Surrender, I wanted them to be like, oh, this is a little Easter egg. Oh, he was in the play too. So he played, he basically played the same role, just the name changed. Um, and then Mitchell, who plays the son, um, I definitely wanted him to do it. I knew Mitchell has that teenage look, even though he's like almost thirty years old. But yeah, man, he's uh, almost thirty. Yeah, yeah. But he, uh, he, he people still, asking me how old, people asking how old he was. How old he was? I'm nah, like, he's, he's, I don't know because he does look young. He's about to be thirty years old, and I, that surprised me because I thought he was only like twenty two, twenty three. And that's my that's my family. Like I was like, oh, you you thirty? Dang. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so. Yeah, so he, he he but he still has a teenage look, which works for him. So he, I, I definitely wanted him in it. Of course, I wanted to get um, Bird. Well, her name's Karenita, but I call her Bird. Um, and so I wanted her to be Sade. I knew she could definitely pull it off. She has that. She has that sultry. She's she. Oh, like when you when she steps on the screen, you know what's about mm-hmm. to go down. So it's like definitely had to get her. Kiara had to get her. Definitely wanted her to be in it. She plays the minister's wife, and then not Pastor Thorne, but the associate minister's wife, yeah, and yeah. then. My boy Donald Ross, he plays the associate minister. So it was just people, I, I, all the people I already knew I wanted to be in it. And then the young lady, um, Asia, who plays the deacon's daughter, um, I know we're going to talk about her role in a second. But, um, yeah, I, I, I reached out to her. I've worked with her before. And, again, I needed somebody that was going to be able to match Mitchell, not just in look because she's, she's an adult as well, but she still has that young look as well. But I knew the content of what was going to happen. I needed somebody who could really handle it. Right. And I knew she would be able to do that. So I was like, I reached out to her, and um, she gladly accepted the role and everything. Well, I'm glad you said it, because without and then without going in-depth too much of the film, I, I do want to touch on some of the themes, right? So uh, one theme that, and you can tell me if, it's, if, you, if you can go by themes and I don't know. One theme I saw in the film was, um, like you said, you know, pastors aren't many gods. They, they, they make mistakes. They... Uh, they human, you know, and we seen a lot of mistakes that he was making. And one of them, like not a mistake, but one of the, his faults was parenting. I don't think he might not mm-hmm. have been the best parent, right? Yeah. Um, describe that theme of, you know, you got a pastor who, you know, I was people look at as one way they cherish, they, they, they want to be led by this person, right? Meanwhile, this particular quote unquote pastor has a hard time raising his own son. Yeah. Or ha- getting respect from his own son, or getting his own son to do the things that he's preaching to a whole congregation. To, to do right yeah um describe that theme and how you how you how you pull from that i think i think um one of the biggest things a lot of times that i've that i've noticed and i'm not talking about pastors that i personally know but just things that i've seen again growing up in that world and seeing a lot of times we so a lot of times and not just pastors we we in general we get so far we get so caught up and focused on trying to be the next big thing, trying to be that big thing out there. And we, and we, and we forget about, we forget about home. Mm-hmm. Um, and with this theme, as far as the pastor's concerned, you see that he's so focused on his name. He's so focused on the church. And I'm not talking about saving lives and saving souls. I'm talking about like the building and yeah. the notoriety of everything. He's so focused on that and the money. money. He's so focused on all that. that he's like, he's neglecting home. He's, neglect, he's neglecting his wife and he's neglecting his kid. Um, you know, and I think when we, when, you know, for those of us who, cause you do have, you know, kids who, who um, don't grow up with their fathers in the home or mothers in the home or whatever. So um, for me, 
it's easy for me to um, respect my parents because you know they raised me. You know they were they were around. Mm-hmm. You know, however, when you when you have someone who has an absentee parent, this is from what I see. We have somebody that has the absentee parent in their house. Is really and not in the house, but he, that that are they have an absentee parent. It's hard for that parent to to get respect from that kid. You haven't earned it. Well, you're right. You said absentee parent in the house as well, because like yeah. he was in the house with him and he just wasn't there. True, so. I mean, but but in this case, he wasn't right because the the son was with the mom. So and then she got tired of it, kicked him out, and then. You know, I'm 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 not really spoiling too much, but kicked them out, and the father ended up getting them. Right. You know, so again, I think like in that instance, you know, yeah, as the father, you you are and you you you're not entitled to respect. You you I mean you you're in the position of it, but you're not entitled to it because you haven't earned it because you haven't done the things that a father is supposed to do mm-hmm. to nurture that relationship in order for you to get that respect. My father gets my respect because of our of his position, but at the same time of the relationship the nur- that he's nurtured me as his son. So my father absolutely gets my respect 100%. Now, my father was not in my life at all, but you coming in trying to demand A, B, and C, <laughs> that's a different story. Yeah, your position as my father. Yeah, you you got that position, but you don't necessarily you don't necessarily deserve that respect. No, mean no, no, no. I mean, I'm gonna cuss you out or anything, but at the same time, you can't expect for me to do exactly what you say because you haven't earned yeah that right to you know you haven't you haven't earned that right to to that relationship. I but that's just me. That's what I believe. You know. So, um, just if I don't, Marquise is ready for us to talk to me. Want to bring him on? Yeah, we can call. Him. Okay. All right, but yeah, so that's that's what I think, and I think um, I think it was important just to show a lot of times what this is an old saying, but just because it just because it glitters ain't gold, right? Right, I'm not right, right. I'll jack that all up. But the fact is, like, just because his life looks good on the pastor's life looks good on the outside doesn't mean his life was good. He had a lot of stuff going on that he was, I wouldn't even say ignorant to, because he knew what it was. He just didn't care. Right, he's right. so focused on him. It's like whatever. As long as I'm good, then everybody else just need to fall in line. You know what I'm saying? And, and I mean, from the film, it seemed like he was at one point he was on on track, and he just lost track of things at some point. Yeah, because sometimes you get so you get so caught up in your, your in, in lust and greed, you get blinded by that stuff. Once you get blinded by that stuff, you get blinded by that stuff. You 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 definitely you can lose your way. And I think with Pastor Thorne, he definitely again he's so. The mood, the name, the name of the, the subtitle is "Lust of the Flesh," and and where that comes from, even the name. So we decided the name of the film because I was looking at the scripture of there's a scripture in the Bible about Paul. He's talking about how he had a thorn on his side, and nobody really knows what the thorn on the side really means. But a lot of scholars like to say it was like a something that he was dealing with, a, a sin or whatever, blah blah. So that's what Pastor the name Pastor Thorn came from was that ah. scripture. And so there's also a scripture that says, um, I can't name it by heart, but it's like less of the flesh, less of the eye, pride of the world. People, Bible people know what it is. Um, so that's where less of the flesh came from. And so Pastor Thorne's main thing is he loves women. So it's like he's so he's so blinded by his passion and lust. His he's so blinded by his urges <laughs> that um, that he you know. 
they got caught up. And you know, again, you get and that happens. You get you can get so caught up and you so blinded by whatever it is that you're you're uh, really really attracted to that you're not looking at the dangers that are uh, that's coming your way. You don't know what's coming your way until like it hits you. And right. That's what happened with Pastor Thorne. So got you. That's, yeah, that's like perfect, perfectly said. Yeah, I try sometimes. Hey man, I know, I know. <laughs> you ready? You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What's ready. up, Marquis? What's going on, man? Hey. All right. Just make sure you got it like to the. So front hold on. Right so have it like this. Yes. No, nah, you, you ain't got to look like that. You like know, this. No. Nah, like, were you talking? Have it the same. Like way. this. Okay. Let me let me see. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Hand that to me. All right. Here we go. Hello. Yes, sir. Oh, that's perfect. 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 Like that. Okay. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thank you so much. How are you? I'm doing great, man. First, of all, I want to say, uh, congrats, uh, job well done on the on the on the film, man. You did an amazing job playing Pastor Thorn. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I, wanna, I really appreciate it. So I want to ask you a few questions. The first one I asked you is like, uh, where did you pull from as far as like getting ready for that character? Like, you get the script, um, you you, you understand. Uh, what, what what what's the term they're using now? The assignment? That's what they're saying now? The, Yeah, they, they understood understand the assignment. assignment. Yeah, that's the term they're using now. <laughs> so you understood the assignment, right? So like, how do you pull from that and 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 give us that kind of performance? You know, it was interesting. When I got the script. Um, Carlton gave it to me, and of course, you know, you, you I I got a chance to really sit with it for a while before we actually shot it, and. You know, for my process when when taking on the role is is always, you know, whether and I enjoy playing a villain. I have no problem playing a bad guy, because in real life, I kind I try to understand the real the, the what's real about the world, um, and kind of that everybody has a past and everybody has a motivation for why they why they are the way they are. Right. So when I approach a script, I try not to ever judge the character throughout the script until I get finished and I try to find the humanity in what they're doing. Um, it's funny that you asked me that because I remember having a conversation with Carlton and I was like, you know, there to me, there are no redeeming qualities about this man. <laughs> and there's really no way to kind of, to turn it and, and to make the, the, somehow make the audience sympathetic to him. So the only, and, and then I, my, my revelation to it was, it's not about you. You may be the lead, but the the the, the it's, it's not about you getting your um, you, you you being redeemed in this. It's really about your wife, um, and and her being justified in it all. So honestly, I just kind of doubled down. <laughs> I just kind of doubled down on everything, and 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 I just kind of you know tried to be. And, and I, I actually, I heard you guys talking a minute ago, um, and I actually I actually took a, just a slightly different approach. Um, I see a, a lot. You see a lot of pastors, and social media has really exposed a lot about a lot of people. Um, the mm. goods and the bads, the good, goods and the bad. Right. And it's funny that it, it's so odd that Carlton's timing with writing this script really did come well before a lot of the scandals that's going on on the internet, uh, bef- before Honk for Jesus came out. You know what I mean? So yeah. he really was. <laughs> Uh, he he really was about a year and a half ahead of you know ahead of all this stuff. And and it was and it is it is, it is awesome because you I, when I, when I was doing it, I, I thought to myself it's not just that he just for me I didn't take him just loving women because I think at a certain age what, yeah, you it, it it ceases to be just about lust for for a lot of guys but what 
these people are giving are providing these men, these powerful mm. men. And he's a pastor, and 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 and, it, and it's very well known that he's a, a very popular pastor. So I think that he 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 gets turned on by the attention, mm. people people being drawn to him. You know, the, you know the, the fact that he's a leader, he's so successful. I think that turns him on, and and in in most situations. You know that the women are falling over him. I, I just loved your word and da 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 da. You know he's an attractive yeah. guy, but I, I think he's more he he's more realizing I'm the man of God that he had put me here. So that's the anointing, <laughs> you know. So I mean, almost like a king can can have multiple concubines kind of thing. You know what I mean? Right. It's um I think that's where I pulled from that. Um, but he, he definitely wasn't a great guy. <laughs> I, I agree. I, I I I'm on I'm on your side with that. I think that uh it was more of a power power trip kind of thing. I think Thing. the women was right. kind of le- feeding into the ego of power exactly. you know and i think exactly. he started to catch on to that and sometimes you know you, you uh you get lost in that you get lost in yeah. that so much that it, it's hard for him it's hard for it was hard for him to like really i guess take that his son wouldn't respect him like why are you right. not respecting me but i got these all these women telling me i'm powerful like you need to respect <laughs> me man. right without a doubt without a doubt that's true that's true um and it's funny enough for i for i guess i have a, a further insight but it, it, it's amazing to know like exactly how, how right you are with that you know what i mean um and, and, it, and it runs deep with, with, with this family but it, it's, it's it was definitely a very interesting character to play and it was very definitely dark it was hard hey, hold on so it's, it's, the script is out already this part two script is out already yeah oh, okay he's, oh, he, yeah. He, 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 he's saying he got insights i was making sure yeah so um yeah, so like I said, uh, Maverick already, when we first talked about it, they already said um, they want to do three films. And again, the original person I had, um, he was like, no, nah, I'm not going to commit to that. And like I said, I was like, well, all right, Marquise, you up. <laughs> um, and he was like, yeah, I got you. So yeah, so the second script, I finished that like a week ago. So yeah, it was a little bit. It was either a little bit right before this, the film came out, the first one, or like a little after. So, um, so and I sent it to Marquise and I sent it off. So we just we were just waiting to hear back when we're gonna start. Got you, Mar- Marquise. Like, so two questions, like, um, when you got a, a writer like Carlton, um, who pen is amazing, but when when he sends a script, like pretty much a week or two after the movie done finished, <laughs> like, how, how do you get to enjoy the the fruits of your labor one, and then also start to prepare yourself for this next role that you have? Um, let me tell you something, bro. Honestly, let me be perfectly honest. Um, one thing about um, independent film is that I love is the number one thing is is from nine times I say when you have somebody serious and you know that you know what what you are filming is going to be seen. Um, a lot of times you have a bunch of people you film some stuff you never see it, never see light of the, a light of day. <laughs> but with Carlton, you know, you know when he brings you something. It's time. When you say it's time, it's go time. Um, and so a lot of it really is driven by passion. Um, and with this, in, in this industry, you have so few opportunities to really flex what you can do as an artist. A lot of times when you're assigned to these different agencies and you get these different auditions and, and you get these different small roles, you have very little say so in, in, you know, bringing certain characters to life. Um, you don't get a lot of that say so until you become a name. You know what I mean? Right. With Carlton, he gives he, he gives you the script. You'll have your conversations with him on, on what he expects from it. The rest of it is on you. You know what I mean, and 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 that's a good thing because it makes you come prepared. It makes you think about this stuff, and not only that, when we do film, we don't have months and months and months to get it done. You know what I mean? We have maybe one or two weeks, 
where we have everybody coming from wherever we're coming from to make sure we knock this stuff out. And you have to come commit. You have to come ready. So I get excited when because I because I, I know number one, I thought the movie was good when I saw it. The response has been amazing and people are already asking for the sequel. So to know that Carlton was already on top of it. And not only that, came up with a darn good <laughs> script for the sequel. You know what I mean? <laughs> he like he it, it it he just kind of turned it up a little bit. And and brought the drama, brought and dropped every, you know, just brought, he he he. Had, it's hard to it's hard to make a sequel better, and I think he somehow or another did that. But um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I get excited when I get work because I know Carlton's gonna, it's, it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? And right. also the people who I worked with with this first film, probably one of the best cast, and it, it was awesome when we shot it because it was such a small and tight knit. We really had an opportunity to bond on and off set so a lot of times when you shoot these scenes you don't you're not afforded the time to really go emotionally where you want to go to make the scene what it is because once again you are on a crunch time so we don't have two hours for you to sit back and get yourself in a, in a crying mindset right you have you have to really sit down with your partner you have to trust each other you have to commit commit to the scene you have to be prepared and that those particular weekends really allowed for that so that was one of the blessings about pastor thorn and i really appreciate it i want to say i want to throw in there what he said about that the scene i think when you have again when you have people who are one not just committed, when you have people who are passionate about what they do, I think it's easy to, like, all right, you can come in and, 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 and do your job. I think my some of my favorite scenes in the film are the scenes between Jacob and Leslie because it's so emotional. And I think because with being there, like, to see the work that Marquise and Lakeisha put in, like, they worked together before, but not, like, to this capacity. They was on, they was on my life together, but they don't, they only had, like, group scenes and it right, wasn't right, like right. it wasn't as intimate so like to see them together it was great that one scene i don't want to spoil it but that one scene that they had towards the end um was really good and it was really good to really see that in person like you know i had to, I had to remind myself sir you're behind the camera you know what i'm saying <laughs> like because i mean because you you can, you can get so caught up into it you forget the you you forget to, it's already hard to direct when you're doing the camera it's already hard right. to do that because you're more so focused on making sure the shot is right versus that's when trust comes in with that for me that's when trust comes in with the actor i have to trust that they know what they're, they're gonna do and know what they're doing because i'm like making sure the shot looks good it's not blurry and all this other stuff so just to really see that unfold i was like really captivated into what they were doing they really they really tuned in to they were in tune with each other that was that was the beautiful thing to see i think definitely so, uh, Marcus, I got two questions for you. Um, so, one, do you think Pastor Thorne was worse as a pastor or a, a father? Ooh, let me tell you something. And once again, I and and and, and it, I, I love, love, and I hate. I'm, I can't. I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm, I'm I'm more set in excitement for the sequel. But I love where Carlton went because I don't think we really ever. I know, I had an idea about what he wanted to do, but I don't think we ever talked about my interpretation of who Pastor Thorne was because, like I said, in my real life, I literally tried not to judge everybody. If you look at it, I know a bunch of Pastor Thorns. I ain't gonna lie to you, and some <laughs> of them are my friends. So, it, so, and and I'm I'm a big proponent of 
when you accept people where they are and you and 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 you choose to accept some of your friends who are less than perfect you can't walk around judging other everybody else that's how i see it so i've accepted pastor thorne who he is so me and pastor thorne cool i don't agree with everything he do that's my boy a little bit but i think i think he's a worse pastor um because he's not in it for the right reasons mm-hmm. at all. I'm very big on, uh, and, and it's interesting that this was touched on in Haunt for Jesus, but I'm very big on pastors making sure that they are very cognizant and very aware and very careful of their of their authority, their place in life, the effect that they can possibly have on somebody, and, the, and, and that leadership. So I'm really big on, if you're a pastor, you're not coming, you're not coming on to, you're the people in your in your congregation because they, they, they're vulnerable to you. You know what I mean? Right. They, in, in a big way, they have you. You have their souls and their spirituality in your hands, and what you do with that is a major responsibility. So, to me, Pastor Thorne's a horrible pastor, not so much a horrible father because I because you know, like I said, being older, we kind of recognize a lot of things that our parents have gone through, a lot more understanding of who they are and versus you know what they you know what we might have experienced. Um, so, the mature Marquise definitely understands a little bit more. Uh, Pastor Thorne is a father now. Um, yeah, but he's definitely more worth of a pastor, not so much of a father. That's what's up, man. And look, do me a favor if you don't mind, man. Um, you played an amazing part in this role, um, part in this, in this film. Can you tell us where we could find other work from you at and um, some other films you might have been in? Oh, man. Well, um, I've done a, you can find a bunch of my commercials a lot, like for Food Lion. And I do a lot of print work for things like Frigidaire, um, Daredevil. I mean, that, that stuff, of course, you know, through agency that pays a lot of bills. Um, of course, well, I do a lot of amazing work with Carlton. I've been in uh, Redemption for Easter. Uh, that's on Tubi. I think it's on Amazon as well. Those both did really well. Um, I'm in his, I'm in one of his shows, Bondage. I'm in My Life, season one, two, and possibly a spinoff. You know, if we can get Carlton, you know, get on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real quick. Hey, can, I, can, I, can I ask you a question? Is Bondage, yes, is Bondage a sex show? It is. I ain't gonna Thank you. I, I want to make sure because Carlton said something different earlier. We just making sure we're on the same page, my brother. You know something. what I'm saying? Hey, look, man. I love the answer. Let me tell you what's interesting about. What, let, me, let me tell you about what's interesting. Carlton is like I said. It, it, it was my first time outside of the, my uh, my first show I worked on, but that was an experience. And when I tell you my first my first scene, I shot with Carlton was a sex scene. I was like. Whoa! You know what I mean? Mine was blown. You know what I'm saying? It's like mine, mine was completely blown. But I, but it, it was interesting. But when I saw the episodes back, I was like, "Oh damn! Okay, I get it." Now the problem, now the problem, and and what, what I love about what Carlton is, he's bold in in a, in a lot of ways. And what Carlton says it to, in my eyes, how I see Carlton, that it, it, he says, if you guys can take can take this kind of stuff from Amazon and stars. And these other big channels and whatnot, you you can damn sure take it from me. Oh, you sound just like him, man. <laughs> he tell, he, and, and he and, and see, I, I've never heard Carlton say it like, but but that's the, but what I love about Carlton, he, he's he's a Tyler Perry got it got his whole fan base. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying for what yep. Tyler Perry does for his writing, Carlton puts a lot of people on. Carlton gives a lot of people, a lot of actors who who this is literally their dream to do what they do, and and uh, for a lot for a lot of us in a lot of ways that this is the practice this is the practice for a different audition and to really be able to flex. Look, I can I have range. Without Carlton, a lot a lot of a lot of VPN actors would not be would not have careers. I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. 
Oh yeah, I like that. I like that. I agree with that too. I definitely <laughs> agree. Hey, look, man, I appreciate your time, man. Look, um, we're gonna put this out sometime this week, and you can you can watch it. I, I'll send you a snippet of your part. Um, so you wanna post post it on social media, you can. But man, sure great will. great job, man. You did a great amazing Thank job. Thank you so much, on, man. Appreciate Thank you, bro. Thank you so much for having me, y'all. Definitely, appreciate man. You. All right, man. Y'all take care. You too. That was dope. All right, um, that was dope. I like that. It, it worked out perfect. The conversation they usually do, man. I don't know. It worked out perfect. Oh, yeah, you know, you know, how, you know how synergy go. Yeah, yeah, go we ain't knew this. We ain't knew this, y'all. But it, but Bonnie did a sex show. No, I'm playing, I'm playing. But but it's so, But <laughs> aside from that, he said a lot of things, and I'm, I'm glad he, he spoke on some things. So we don't have to get too much into the into the actual film. Mm-hmm. But I, it's good to know that it's. So when people watch, it, they know that okay, more is coming. It's it's. Yeah, it's, it's not the ending of it, you know, yeah. and I like the ending anyway. So, but it's more is coming, so that's dope. This, so the ending, right? So we, um, I played with it as far as so the in the original in the original script. Uh, dang, I'm gonna give it away. I can't say that. I can't say that. Never mind. I'm sorry. Um, well, good. I got. I got, I got yeah, I, can, I can't okay. say. <laughs> I, was, I, was, so, I was literally about to spoil it for everybody. Dang it, I can't say it. But I will say the the ending went through a change. With the distribution company because again they wanted to do, um, you know, two more. So see, this is a perfect segue. You write a synergy is great because my question is about more business side. So like, um, you being a writer, yes. So how and, and talk, tell us how this works. So and tell me if I'm wrong or you just re, you you revise what I'm saying, right? So you're a business, um, you VPN, you're a writer, you write a film out, you send it to. The company, whether it's Maverick, whoever you're doing business at that time, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, they like it, cool, they like it, but maybe you don't love it. You want this part and this part done, send it back to you. Of course, Carlton's pissed off, he don't like that, but hey, <laughs> it is what it is, right? All right, you change it up around, you switch some things around, you know what? We, we, we love this one, cool. Now you start the film, right? Uh-huh. Tell me, tell me that process, and how, how do you how, how do you take when you say, okay, well, let's change this around, and you like, I kind of need that to be there if I wrote it. <laughs> So like, give me, give me in, in in a professional way. What, what's your feelings like in, in in that whole doing films for business now as opposed to you putting on YouTube and you just doing it yourself and right. putting these series out where it's like, but I say goals and this is what we're gonna do. Right. And now it's like, let's just tweak this a little bit, my you know, and let's see what happens from there. Right. Well, first of all, I, I definitely shout out to Maverick. Like my relationship with Maverick is great. Um, I, they treat I us tell. more. They they treat us more like. Um, like partners versus like I'm working for them, you know, which is great. So we talked about this in the pre the pre interview. Um, you were at my house when one of my scripts changed. Right. Um, we Reindeer, <laughs> Reindeer Games originally was not a Christmas movie. Yeah. So um, they called me and it was like, hey, what you think about changing your script to a Christmas movie? Um, and literally we was getting ready to record Fire and Ice and, um, and I had to take the call obviously. And, um, I was like, sure. And they, I mean, and they, they threw a number and I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> definitely. We'll change it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and, and they literally gave us, okay, but it has to be done by a certain time. So, so to make, you know, make it the, the, the holiday cut or whatever. So, you know. Thing, you know, it, it it depends on the incentive. Um, as far as like changing, and they're, they're they're I know my relationship with Maverick. They they're not heavy because they've always they they've solidified with me that I'm like one of their best writers. Got you. You know, so it's it's very it's very few times they'll say change this, change that. It's more so they'll just make little suggestions so that the movie will 
will sell better. And of course, I want my movie as on as many platforms as possible. Not everybody has the opportunity to be on Tubi. I know people look at Tubi like it's the ghetto network or ghetto streaming service, but no, Tubi is actually hitting. And um, it's and I don't know a lot of people know this, but it's owned by Fox. Mm. No people know that. Of course um, they don't. They, so, they just know it's Tubi. And, yeah, because you, know. you see a whole bunch of black films. You see it's a ghetto. You think it's well, a ghetto the, streaming the, service. The, the thing is, you know, I, I think last. If I said last year, now it's changed. A year ago, I feel like it was so many. They, they used to kind of like uh, point out the. The, the glitches in movies. You know, movies have glitches where it's mm-hmm. like, you might have a red shirt on, they got a blue shirt on. You might have been this in this position, not even this position. Or something might have been there and it's not there because they, they edited it wrong, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they would point that out so much and they'd be like, Tubi. It'd be always related to Tubi. So, and your mind think, okay, Tubi got all the bootleg movies. But you fast forward to today, I got like nine movies I got watching Tubi. I still want to watch because I, I, they all so good. But look at this though, like everybody. But even 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 with uh, with the quote unquote glitches, everybody still is not able to get on Tubi. You have to have you have to have distribution to get there. Like, oh, you can't you, you can't just post it on Tubi no, and say I'm on Tubi. No, now? this ain't YouTube. Oh damn. <laughs> okay, I thought you. Could, I, I mean, nah, I'm not, I'm not on Tubi. This, this ain't YouTube. Yeah, I ain't on Tubi. No, no, no. So you you have to. There's proper channels to get this. So again, not everybody. It's on Tubi. Everybody, a lot of people make fun of it, but it's like this ain't this ain't no shade. But like, where your stuff at? Mm. Okay. And so then, like I said, so even with that, like it's like Tubi. Um, you know, I I, I was saying you want more stuff. You want more. You want your play on your content on more platforms. So like we on you know we on Peacock, and that's owned by NBC. You know, so I mean we just got on. Um, we got some stuff on Brown Sugar that's on my bounce. We just got stuff on Grio. I don't know if people know about Grio, but that's they got a, a streaming service now app, and that so we got stuff on there now. So you want to make sure your stuff is marketable so where it can get on these different platforms. So to answer your question, yeah, like they they say make little subtle changes. I don't have a problem. I also don't change the storyline. Right. Or we trying to do? Then I have no problem making those those like for instance with, with um a very merry new year. <laughs> um, if you watch the movie. Um, you know, it's 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 a good movie, but if you watch it, 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 it takes a turn where it gets kind of dark. Um, and so they made a suggestion to like, hey, add this, add a, like a montage so it's not too dark at the end. Right. So I added it. I mean, it was I mean, I and it was nothing to get mad about. It was just like it was a suggestion. It was a good one. And I and I did it was it, it, it was one it was one time they made a suggestion for my brother's keeper. I didn't necessarily like that suggestion though. And I just we we definitely had a conversation about it. I was like, no, that's not gonna work. That takes away from what we're trying <laughs> to do. Um, but again, it was it's a partnership. So right. I mean, you know, they make suggestions, and they either way they be like they they'll be like, hey, with this is a suggestion, you can t- do what what you will, what you will. We still want to work with you. So yeah, I, I I've I've grown, I've grown to know that you don't know everything, you know. So it's like if 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 somebody is looking in and they're saying, hey. This could make it better, and it, again, it doesn't change the the broader scope of everything. I'll, I'll, I'll make that suggestion. I mean, I'll take that suggestion for sure. So, and I, I, since I know you, and I'm, I'm kind of a similar similar way, even though you've seen in the studio now. How, what would, what, would, what would be a more um, creative environment for you? Because you create well now, right? Mm. Would you do you think you'll be able to be more creative or more hands on with certain things if? You didn't have to be behind the camera so much, and you could focus on writing and just be the person that's watching and look at the camera back. Cause I know right now you do everything pretty much, right. like whether it be lights, whether it be. Cause I, so I made a suggest. I got a criticism. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say it here, right? Mm. And it's nothing bad. It's just and I, we talk about it all the time. 
I said, you know, I wonder how to film. I'm big on sound. You know me, I love sound. Yeah. I wonder how to film a beat if they all mic'd up or if he had a guy. And I said, well, Carlton does a lot of stuff on his own. That would be that would have to be budgeted because you got to pay somebody to hold a boom mic, all right. that stuff. And then you have to trust that person to actually do their job right. Right. Because that can mess everything up, right? Absolutely. I So I am like, Chris Brown has a song on the Indigo album called Trust Issues, and I have major trust issues when it comes to production. Because there's been some instances where you try to trust people with stuff, and then you get in a post, and it's like, uh... Got you. And you know, like it's like it's messed up. And you like, can't fix it at that point. You can't fix it. Like I've had, I had a situation where I was working with somebody, and the person got mad at me because I, I told them that their shots were blurry. I was like, <laughs> I was like, bruh, your shots are blurry. They're, they're not in focus. And he got mad at me. I was like, but you the one that had the camera. So it's, it's really, I have, and I have to work on this. It's really hard for me to trust people when it comes to production. And I'm not saying I know everything. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm definitely. But you don't shoot blurry though, huh? You don't shoot blurry. I try not to. Yeah, you, you, you just shoot over, right? <laughs> right. If I I look at, it, I'm like, oh, this is blurry, Carlton. Fix that. Um, gotcha. you know. But I mean, but again, I'm I'm not sitting up here to say I'm the best. I'm definitely not the best cinematographer in the world. Like my 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 skill is in p- I pen. I can I was going to say that my yeah. skill is in writing. So, but I do all this because I have to. So to go back to what you were saying, like I would love. Like I, I already had, I had wrote a post the other day. I was like, I'm, I'm planning on retiring after 2023, and I meant retiring as far as doing the camera. I've been holding the camera for almost 20 years, and I'm tired of holding it. But I know people, of course, you know they got to be paid for their time, mm-hmm. which is, which is acceptable. Acceptable, but at the same time, I Carlton am not going to go broke to make sure you are your pockets are full. That's not fair to me. So, with that being said, until I'm able to, until I get the money and I'm able to pay people properly, I would do it on my own. I'd, I'd just rather do that. Because, again, people around here, not, I shouldn't say that. People in general, <laughs> um, people in general, they, you know, they, they charge them what they charge. I'm not going to tell nobody to change their price. But at the same time, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I don't have to be, um, I don't have to be subjected to going into debt. To pay you, right? When I know the basics and I can just get it done myself. So, but so until I until I have the money, I'll just keep doing it. And I and so and I asked that question as far as like the creativity um side because I wonder like if that would alleviate you from doing other yeah. things or um, maybe you said recently like you know you edited something and it didn't make the fall. It didn't make the fall um slot, but I wonder if you hadn't filmed so much and you could just write and then trust my to film and you just get it back and you start editing right then and there, would that have opened up some time for you to, you know yeah, what I'm saying, get that I in think, there I don't think people realize, like, people always, you know, and, and I, I, I kid when I say people get on my nerves when they keep asking, because the biggest thing is, like, where's Sweet Mahogany 3? Where's Sisterhood 2? Those are the biggest questions I always get. And, I, and again, I kid when I say people get on my nerves. I actually like it. I, I'm glad y'all want more. Um, <laughs> but... It takes time. Like again, I'm 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 writing, I'm producing, I'm directing, I'm doing the filming, I'm editing, and editing takes a lot a minute. You know what I'm saying? I mean, man, you know this. Yeah, so yeah. Editing takes a minute, and then also I work. Like I actually work a job, so like I'm doing all. I have all these hats that I'm having to having to wear, so things aren't coming out as fast as 
I would like them to. But also um, there's quality of a quantity too. I mean, absolutely. A lot of the, like you take feature films, not saying that you did this for news on YouTube, but you can't just post any, you can't just give them anything. Right. It has to be right. Or you, you'll be working more. You they're sending back, it ain't right. Yeah. So it's like that's the and, and, and I want and I want to see growth. I love the fact that with pa- the thing I love about Pastor Thorne is I could watch Pastor Thorne and I can go back and and and, and look at Sweet Mahogany and I'm like I can see the growth in it. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can that's see that's not spoken about enough. Like like putting out your art and your material, yeah. Going back and looking at something in the past and being like, "Damn, I, I came a long way." Yeah, and but this, but this this is this is why I encourage people. I know people like to wait until something's perfect to put stuff out. I tell people all the time, life is about growth. I say, I like if you have uh, something, put it out there, and, and and but but you just learn and grow over time. And I I, I love I know I, I joke a lot when I say my stuff from the past be cringe, but I watch. I'm like, yeah, we've. We've come a long way, y'all, and I'm I'm be so I'm so proud, especially to see people that I work with, um, you know, like Chantel Wheeler, like Shataria Stokes, like my sister Kendra, like Risha, like different people that I worked with like since 2006, and here we are in 2022, and like you see the the work. Not only have have I grown, but they've grown as well. That's right. like you can see we've all grown, and I think it's it's definitely a beautiful thing to see. So I always encourage people, like yo, like. If you are just starting out, just just put it out. Even with you, man, like he like again, I remember when we recorded our first interview and your like when I did my first interview with you at ASU. And look where you are now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you you can see the growth as far as, you know, just your interview skills, like you your how you're doing things now, you know, set things up. It's about growth. Life is about growth, y'all. Like I just 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 do it. I mean, you think about it, we just had a whole improv without having to stop recording nothing like that Period. with the phone. Remember before we had to stop and I had to plug <laughs> it out. <laughs> so that was dope, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm with you on the growth thing. I think the growth is definitely important. And um, I was talking about that when you said about the 520 thing. I was thinking how like, you know, even back then you interview, answer questions. I said, well, at the time I always... I, I I always like felt like damn I didn't get a good interview like that but really I don't think I think I didn't give a good interview I think I think what it was and I think mm-hmm. that when you become more personable like when you go in a room you can start speaking to these people you you are grown y'all y'all connect to each other now now you know each other as, as opposed to you go in a room and you're not knowing that person you're not knowing anybody yeah so now you got to kind of feel your way out you know how people be you not you you, know, you like me you saying if I don't know you I'm, I'm like ah right, what's up yeah uh-huh, I hear you. you know what I'm saying like <laughs> but then I know you was like yeah because the other day you know I did I mean, extra information you know yeah, what I'm saying we, right. we, I'm telling you a story I'm building up we having a good time so right. All that stuff matters. Connections matter, and um, I, I I always tell people like when I met you, like that's the first thing. I one of the things I feel like is just your strong suit is connections. Like you were big on, I'm gonna connect, you know, and then we'll go from there and see what happens, you know. Yeah. And I I always commend that with you with growth, with connection, with just growing as a as a writer. Um, I think when I when I, when I came along and started like to be around you more, you have made that transition to writing something different. So like I don't know the 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 pre the pre stuff too much. Mm. I just know what I seen now. So like, I know your pen game is just like, amazing now. It's on fire, man. So appreciate it. You got to keep it up, bro. Appreciate it, man. Definitely, man. Definitely. <laughs> so like, tell people like what you got. What you got coming up next? Like, what's what's going? What's next for you? Like, Pass the thorn is out right now on yeah. Tubi. You can go catch that right now. Yeah. That's the movie to see. What's next for you? Like um, the rest of the year, what you got coming up? Yeah. You, you got anything outside of independent films coming up? Uh, anything just for you coming up? Um. Well. Well, just keep keeping in the films. Like we got um, another, we got a Christmas movie coming out called uh, "For the Love of Christmas" that comes out November first. So that's okay. coming out. That's, that's the next one. Yeah, that's the next. That's number ten. And you moving? <laughs> you moving? Um, I'm in the lab right now editing um, my eleventh film, 
called um, uh, the other side of me. I was like, what's the name? The of other that? side of me. The other side about? of me. Yeah, I can you say, can you say right what it's about at all? No? I can. What is that about? Um, that sounds interesting. Yeah, so it's about basically it's about um, it's about two brothers that are rediscovering themselves. They don't they 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 um they don't have. A brother relationship because their parents kept them separate from each other. Got you. So it's them basically just discovering each other. It's a very. It's, I'm editing it now, and I was like, wow, these some these some very touching films. It it goes back from the past to the present. So I'm you already like, shot and everything, right? Yeah, it's already oh, shot. It's dope. Yeah, it's yeah. Dope. I'm editing it right now. So we we shot this like a few months ago. Can you say who's in it? Or yeah, um, Kevin J. Stone. Okay, I like he's him. in it. Um, um, some um, birds in it. Of course, okay. Kenita Bird. She's okay. in it. Um, Reggie Freeman's in it. I like Reggie. You know that. <laughs> pa- Pastor Dia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Reggie Freeman's in. Uh, Chantel, she's in it. Um, let's see who else. We got we got a couple people I work new people I work with. Um, they're they're in the film. Um, as well, Kimberly Newsom. She was on Anthony Katana. She played Monique. Duh. Got you, got you. Yeah, she's in. Yo, it. you know who I saw the other day, and I'm gonna say that because the person doesn't hit it. They understand. Okay, I was we was in Target one uh-huh. day. And in Brotherhood, it's somebody I know it's gonna sound weird. It's somebody who got spit on. Uh, Brandon. I saw him in talking. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I was, I was like, "Yo, didn't you get spit on?" He was <laughs> like, "He was like, that's me." <laughs> you know, he talked. He like, you know, Carlton. I said, "Yeah, man, I did fine." After he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you did it familiar." I said, "Yeah, man." I said, "Yo, you okay?" You know, like, <laughs> I was like, "You good?" And uh, we spoke for a minute, but. I think still, even though it was more of a funny exchange, I think that um sometimes that that that's important to somebody to get recognized. Like yeah. I'm, I'm joking about the spit part because like he played a good role in it in all, in all seriousness. But yeah. that part always stood out, man. I said, yo, how'd you like, how how'd you you know how'd you gear up for that? Job gotta be done. I ain't I ain't, he gave me his background. I ain't know his background was like that. But you know, I just had to say like that's that's a dope feeling. Like so when he said earlier, like, you put people on like that's real. I seen this guy plenty of times all my life in, in mm-hmm. Augusta. And then I saw him in the film. I said, like, yo, I know him from somewhere. Then I saw him at Target working. I'm like, yo, he ring me up. I'm like, yo, didn't you? I asked him, you know, like, ain't you, did you act or something? Yeah, I act. Um, did you get spit on? You know, I had to ask him that to make sure it was him. But yeah, it was, it was, that's just, it just, that's dope. It's dope, bro. That's dope. Um, yeah, I, I'm just appreciative of that, man. Like, I, I'm appreciative when um, people, you know, actors, they tell me, they're like, yo, I, would not be where I am without you. That means a lot. Because a lot of times, like I, I think I posted this the other day, like you feel like sometimes you have days you don't feel like you're doing nothing. Like you just feel like you just, you're like, God, why am I still here? Like what what's happening? Because so, I know for me, I'll, we talked about, again, we talked about this before on Fine Nights. Like sometimes I get distracted. Like I'm running my course and it's so, it's so easy for you to look to the right and you feel like the person's bypassing you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're like, dang, like what? What's going on? And um, you know, I it's it 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 feels it feels good to have people that come back and say, Hey, I thank you because if well, you gave me my first shot, you get I people hit me up all the time, yeah, you gave me my first credit. Um, I didn't know what IMDB was, I have no idea what that was, <laughs> you know, just different things like that. Um, I had one of the one of my guys that was on Sweet Mahogany hit me up. He was like, Hey man. I got booked because of this movie, so thank you. You know what I'm saying? Different things like that. You know, just it's just different things like that 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 that, that gives you the fuel to keep going. You know what I'm saying? So that 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 feels good. You know what I'm saying? To hear Marquise, you know, say that 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 means a lot, definitely. Hey man, that's dope. So like, my one question I want to ask you, 
um, is in, in, in the city we're living. I know you said something earlier. I know it probably can t- get taken out of context or whatever, but what do you think? Because I feel like Augusta is an art city. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, people say what they want to say about it. Everybody got their own feeling about what it is, what's this, what's right. that. But it's it's an art city. If it wasn't, we wouldn't have arts and heart. You know, they can go to any city. They go, they come here, right? Absolutely. Um, and I feel like Augusta is a very artsy city. What do you think it'll take for that to, one, be shown on a higher level, if if that, or, pe- or you got pillars like, you know, people like you that's doing stuff and can just take us to another level. What do you think it'll take? Do you think it'll take more camaraderie? Do you think it'll take more just independent doing your own thing and then when you get out, come back and, and get what you got to get? Or is it more so you think it's just keep doing what you're doing and see what happens? Like, I think I think it's all, all those things, honestly. I think um, it's all of them because... Me and again, me and you talk about this all the time before. Like for me, I'm gonna continue. I always, I'm always do stuff here in Augusta, right? So, but I don't think people really took me seriously until I started doing stuff in North Carolina. Honestly, got you. I don't think until I when I started doing Lovers Lane, and those people up there was like, "Oh, who is this dude coming into our our our, our state doing stuff?" You know, that's when people in Augusta start saying, "Oh, okay, he's really like he's doing it." So I think it took that. I think also I think it takes, like you said, it takes camaraderie. I think, I think people got to get outside of their own egos. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot, and this is again, this is no shade towards nobody in any position, but I feel like people that are in position to help are not helping people that they can. Mm. And I think that, you know, they gotta they gotta get outside of themselves. And really understand the scope and the magnitude of the talent that we do have here in Augusta, and really help uplift help uplift everybody that's trying to do something. I think, um, like you said, I think we you know we've we've had a couple of films shot here in Augusta. You know, we had, we had people do a couple of things. But I think more can be done, but it's so people trying to keep it all to themselves versus trying to dish it out because there are a lot of people doing a lot of independent stuff out there. But I feel like if the higher ups who do have the power, that do have the money. They actually really invest in the artist here. I think that Augusta can be seen on a bigger scale. I think we could be doing more than what we're doing, but again, it takes people to get up outside themselves and like to get outside of the politics of it all. Like I've, and this is this is uh, I don't know if I should be saying this, but whatever, it's a safe space. Um, somebody asked me, there was like Carlson, why aren't you over the film office? Mm. Literally, there was like Carlson, you do all this stuff. You got all this stuff on these platforms, nationally, plat- national platforms. Why aren't you over the film office? And I, all I can do is say I don't know. I mean, that's not that's not something I'm desiring. Like I'm not trying. But to you'd be, be interested in it, right? And you you would be interested if they came to you with the right numbers, of course. To like to take over it, yeah. It would it would it would it would have to be something appealing for me to want to do that because again, that's like more that's more administrative stuff. Right. I think that I would, I'm not really interested in it. I'm not really administrative stuff like that. I'm, I'm a creative at heart. Like I tell you all the time, like I, I have to literally make myself focus on doing the business stuff. Gotcha. I'm a creative. Like I, I, I just want to create art, you know? So, but yeah, I just think, I just think the people that are in position to help need to do a better job of helping and, and do a better job of putting the opportunities out there. And I'm not talking about no, no, and I'm not talking about low little, oh, we're gonna we're gonna put you as an extra in these little in these movies that you you may or may not be seeing. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about and I'm not talking I'm not talking like little little production work. I'm talking like literally like, all right, we got this amount of money. 
let's 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 do a um a studio or let's do something that's really gonna put something on them and let's build let's build something let's have a, a network or something right, here right. something something that we could do that could really that could really catapult Augusta because it could really happen but again people gotta people gotta put their money where their mouth is and what happens is people is too much talking and not enough walking. I like that. I, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of things, but I do wonder if, like I said, with all the art, artist talent, artistry talent we have here, whether they come from the you, the directors, the writers, or the actors, or the dancers, or the artists that sing, rap, whatever, make music, make beats from scratch, or whatever, you right. know, um, or the people that got the mindset. You know, you got your even even you got your Karen Gordons who always try to network people. You know what I'm saying? Right. And she have a hard time trying to do that sometimes because they be give her a run around. She yeah. damn near the queen of Augusta, you know. So like you think about that, and I wonder if. You, it's something that we we could do where you you build a a a, a theater or a, a studio or something like that where you can film or something and you can do this or that at and it is something where maybe once a year you can put it out and see what happens you know like it's just art that can be created that can be created and I think I know it's in a budget because I watch y'all do it with way less mm-hmm. and y'all not asking for so much more you right know? so it's just something to think about I, um, I just think like I said again like. Like you got, cause you got the Karen Gordons out there. You got the, you got the Kigwanas out there. You got, you know, shout the, the you got the Tyrone Butlers out there. You got people who I, I got to shout Tyrone Butler because he's been doing this for years. Like he is like the grandfather of the arts in Augusta. You know what I'm saying? But at the same, it's it's still like again the powers that be are like got a chokehold on the money and a chokehold on you know the things that could happen that really could push forward. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like I just. I don't get it, and again, I, and, and it's all politics to me. It's not. It's not really something I really want to get involved with because I don't. I don't. I know um, how heated I can get. I mean, just the other day, I had to give main credit for not going off on Facebook. So therefore, I feel like if I were to get involved with that, it would, I don't think I would be good in that environment. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't think I would because I, I would be so like raw raw the time. I don't think I would be able to get my point across. And I, and it, it, I don't think it would help the community. Got you. Got so you. I would rather not, because I think that would that would be me just thinking about me versus me thinking about us as a whole. So I wouldn't want to put myself in that position to where I'm making us look bad. Got you. You know. So I I don't think I would want to be a part of that. But um, I'm hoping that we as independents got to continue to do what we're doing. And I think people are taking notice. And at the end of the day, you know. People, the ones that's gonna rock with you, gonna rock with you. So, so, um, just tell people like you know where they can find you, where they can find all your workout, all your material. I know you got the VPN shirt on. Shout yes. out to you for coming, coming branded, um, <laughs> VPN shirt on. Tell me where I'm they can find to, you. I'm trying to get, uh, I'm trying to get, um, the the brand master main to get uh, get him a shirt. Yeah, I, I give me one. I, I, you know, I'm wearing. You know, give me a shirt. I got you. Or t- send me the uh, invoice. I pay. You know, I pay for. It. I don't bother me, bro. Like, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm do it. <laughs> it'd be so funny. I got a closet it'd full of shirts. It'd be so funny. It'd be like I be seeing man, be like, hey, yo, get me. This. I'm gonna get this. Get this. Get this. I'm like, man, about no shirt for me. I'll be buying them half the time though, but I, I will though. I'm not- I promise you, I will. <laughs> Most times, like they come in. I swear to God, I'm like, they come I'll be, in I'll be, here. I'll be crying in my closet. They be coming here. They, they be giving me, man. Like the other day, I had I, I had gotten from a guy. And he gave me medium. I wear large, but I was like, I'm gonna, I squeeze my little tiny in this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and I wore and I wore. I'm not thinking a lot. Look at my last thing. I kept complaining about the um the shirt because it kept going up to my arm. Like it's, it's a medium, but yeah, I wear whatever. That closet is full of shirts that I wore one time, and that's it. But yeah, I definitely you got, I got you, bro. You got though. You got though for real. Seriously, you got. I got you. Uh, um, this. <laughs> 
Um, you can always go to the VPNTV.com to find all the latest things that of about me, Victor Productions. I know I don't know you to ask this, but I know before we I think in the preview interview we talked about casting and stuff. Um if you're interested in casting, right, um, the best thing for you to do is subscribe to the VPNTV.com. That's like we I send out casting notices through the mailing group first. To everybody that subscribe, I send that out first to them first. And then once they everybody has that, then later on I'll post it, you know, to the to the different groups and acting groups that are, you know, that I'm group right. friend, that I'm friends with or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, but the best thing, if you wanted to get it, you got to go to the VPNTV.com and subscribe, and you'll get the emails and everything like that as far as cast is concerned. And this is just a general thing. Like, you got to follow directions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no, you have to. And I'm, and I'm not trying to be funny because... I know casting directors that I I know somebody who's a cast for Tyler Perry. I know people who's a cast for different, you know, different shows, you know, and everything like that. And the reason why a lot of people don't get casted and they get there as soon as they look at it, they get it thrown out because they don't know how to follow directions. If the person says send your submit your headshot, your name, and whatever, whatever they said to do in the email, you need to do exactly that. Don't do your own version of it because if you that that's the first step to show if you can follow directions or not. If you can't follow those directions, that means you're not gonna follow directions on set. That's normally how the rule goes. Got you. So definitely follow the directions. They ask you to do something, do something. Like, and if you and if you don't have, let's say you don't have a headshot, right? You can find a clear wall and take a picture against it. Don't do the seatbelt. Don't do the club pose. <laughs> like, don't do that. Like this. If you if you if you're serious, if you're serious about getting this industry, it's called do your research. Google is your best friend. Hmm. YouTube is your best friend to find out stuff. The stuff you don't know how to do. To figure it out, it's it's too much information out there in the world for you not to know what to do. I had somebody, and this is I, I promise you, this is a teaching moment. I had somebody, I had somebody send me we, I sent them the script, uh, the side to do the audition. The person literally went to a bathroom mirror, took the phone, took the phone. And did like this, and they record the audition. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Were they good? The hell, <laughs> no. And then, and then, then they weren't even good. <laughs> and I was like, hmm. And I, it, but the thing is, though, it's no excuse now. You could literally, if you don't know how to do a self tape, or you know, if you don't even know what a self tape is, you could literally go to Google and find it. If you on TikTok. And Facebook and MySpace, and uh, not MySpace. I'm sorry, I'm so old. If you on TikTok and uh, Facebook and, and Instagram and Snapchat and all that stuff, you can look up Google and say, "How do I do a self tape?" That's it. You know what I'm saying? So you got you got to you got to actually put some effort into what you want. That's my advice. But anyway, like you said, may ask about the VPN. I'm sorry. Go to WPNTV.com. Um, check out our stuff. Now you get access to the shows. There, we have shows that are on there that you can watch for free. We have shows on there you can watch on demand. Uh, also, you can find out where that's where all the movies are at. But if you don't feel like going there, you can always go to Tubi, Peacock, uh, Amazon Prime, uh, Voodoo Fandango, like all the movies yeah, are there. Yeah, he on all that. You can't just get on there. Uh-huh. I say you on all that. You just can't just get on there. <laughs> got to be got to be a certain, certain 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 brand to get on there. Listen, it's but on, on VPN.com you can't watch the main way season one, so yeah. The yeah, the VPN.com, the main way. And I, and then you asked before too what else is happening. We do have some more shows coming out. We are finishing up the main way. 
I gotta get in the lab and edit that. Um, and then also we got the final season of In Nick of Time. We finished filming that a couple weeks ago, so we gotta we gotta edit that as well. So yeah, man, we got we got some stuff. We got some stuff hitting. But always go to thevpntv.com for your latest. If you want the shirts, get it. Hoodie season's coming. We got hoodies as well. So about to get go, cold. Get almost October, too. baby. It's almost hey, that October, time. Best month of the year. Almost Libra season. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> what, bro? <laughs> Okay. Hey, any last words for people, man? Um, hey, I just appreciate all the support, man. I appreciate everybody. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to Pastor Thorn, Lust of the Flesh. We did hit most popular. I don't think we did anymore right now, but we did hit it, so that's all that matters. Um, so, so that's we dope. hit it. So appreciate everybody that's watching. I've been getting a whole bunch of um, whole bunch of messages that y'all are enjoying it. Thank y'all so much. Continue to watch. Um, we do got a part two coming, so I'm excited about that. I can't wait to start filming. That's gonna be dope. Um, and thank you, man. I appreciate you, bro. Course, like bro. always, I always tell you how proud I am with you. And um, I'm just grateful to have grateful to have platforms like this that we can, you know, continue to get the word out to the people. So thank you, sir. Hey, man, that's what it's about, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Hey, um, we'll talk offline. I'm about to, I got an invitation for you, but uh, yeah, I definitely want more of the masters to be there. So ah, right, that's a bet, man. Yeah, look, man, more masters podcast be out, man. Shout out to Cotton Clay, Cotton T Clay. For coming through, you know what I'm saying? The writer, the director, you know what I'm saying? All there is. And uh, I wish you nothing but success, man. Hey, you too, brother. All right. Be easy. Okay. Be easy. Be easy, man. Be All easy. right. Be easy. Be easy. Be easy, brother.